0: Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com
1: VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz.
2: Good morning. Welcome everybody to Stars of PR this week. Um, We always have entertaining guests. and This week we are talking to a private investigator, Mike McCormick. Welcome, Mike.
3: Hello. How are you?
2: I'm great. So are you excited about the show? Are you nervous about the show?
3: <laughs> All of the above.
2: Okay. Well you know what? This is a this is a one hour advertising opportunity for you, so you know, make it your best sales pitch that you ever did.
3: I'll do what I can.
2: No pressure though. No pressure.
3: Yeah, no pressure, right.
2: <laughs> did you get the um did you finally get the famous e card?
3: Uh no, I never did get that.
2: Okay, because I sent it to you after you had said that you didn't receive the e-card, and it says, Day in the Life of a Private Investigator, and Voice America very cleverly um, put a pair of binoculars over your website address. <laughs>
3: you know, I, I actually uh, I didn't receive that.
2: Okay. I'll try uh, or to send I it could have uh, been again.
3: scrolling through the emails and uh, inadvertently deleted it, but nevertheless, I haven't seen it.
2: Oh, no, it's okay. Well, it's good. It says, um, Mike McCormick's MCM investigations is the home of Check Your Mate Video Surveillance. Stars of PR discusses the process of confirming whether or not a spouse is cheating and other undercover investigations.
3: Uh, excellent. I would uh, definitely like you to resend that and so I can see it at some time.
2: No, well, it went out to about God knows how many people on the Voice America on the Voice America list, so, uh, I, uh,
3: you know, I appreciate that. Thank you very much.
2: You're very, very welcome. Okay, so the most you know what sells you because on your website you you really um, zoned in on the check your mate video surveillance. So why don't you tell us about that?
3: Well, uh, check your mate uh, video surveillance is uh, is set up to uh, just basically what it says uh, to video. Surveil your spouse, your uh, significant other, if you think they may be cheating.
2: Oh, well, is it? You know, I'm sure that's true. And obviously, you have to work with many people on these issues. I would think many lawyers.
3: Uh, well, we do work. Uh, we do work with attorneys. But when you're dealing with uh, uh, spousal surveillance, it's usually uh, uh, either the husband or wife that is uh, the one that contacts you.
2: Right. I'm, uh, I'm sure about that, and I'm sure that it gets very um, delicate for you emotionally because, you know, you're dealing with, <laughs> you know, infidelity is a very touchy subject.
3: Well, y- yes, it is. It's, uh, I try to keep the emo- emotion out of it for us. We're just simply doing, doing a job.
2: Well, being that you were, you were a cop for many, many years, it's probably easier for you to turn off the emotion.
3: Well, it's it's important to. I don't want to get in, I don't want to get involved in that uh, in that uh, part of the investigation. We simply provide information.
2: No, exactly.
3: And,
2: uh, you that, to, that's our job. You have to you have to keep your boundaries. Um, Absolutely. You know, because I know that in these situations, it's hard for a professional when somebody tries to draw you in to the emotions, and it's very hard to, you know, keep your focus, keep to your job. And you know, a lot of people have challenges with that, no matter what job they might be doing.
3: Well, that's true. The the client uh, will often uh, want advice about issues that uh, have nothing to do with, really, what we're or what we're hired to do. And uh, I stay, I try to stay away from that.
2: No, I'm sure. And this whole show, we're going to continue to give out your website address, mcminvestigations.com. Michael yes, that's Farming. correct. And, um, you know, you could say it over and over again, too. It's a show about public relations, so you really get to plug yourself whenever we're bored or run out of things to talk
3: about hey, well us we'll don't get bored.
2: <laughs> no, we have a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about um, you know, I was wondering also what happens in a domestic violence situation is does the law allow you to surveil that, or are there laws that won't i You know, my listeners would probably want to know.
3: Well, uh, you know, it it, uh, it depends on the situation. If there's a restraining order uh, that prevents us from doing that, then uh, either, for example, if uh, uh, a wife uh, uh, obtains a restraining order restraining the uh, other party, the husband, uh, a lot of times that will cover our issue. Sometimes, uh, depending upon this restraining order and how it's written, we may be able to get around that issue, but we have to be very careful with that.
2: No, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that it depends on a lot of different factors. But you know, if a, if a spouse is denying the fact that there's spousal abuse, I'm sure that sometimes um, lawyers or the authorities might call upon you to figure it out in certain situations.
3: Yes, that's that's true. Um, it would not normally be the uh, well it, a lot of times it would be a, an attorney uh, or the other spouse uh, that would call us uh, normally the uh, law enforcement would not uh, call us uh, regarding that issue
2: no it's um it's again it's a you know another emotional very emotional issue um i'm sure that a lot of times there's you know a spouse situation where it's one word against the other and you know, sometimes the only proof you get, and again, I always say, if it's authorized, right, you know, to um, clarify that everything here is an opinion and has to do with authorization, so we don't go haywire giving out wrong advice. Um,
3: no, none of us want to want to do that. Uh, most of our evidence that we obtain, uh, we back it up with uh, videotape.
2: Uh, and I and I think that you know that probably comes in very handy. Are you ready to talk about, I, again, we don't want to um, interfere with any confidentiality um, that you have with sensitive issues, but if you could talk to us about some of the generic things or outlandish things that happened to you that might be a life lesson for somebody, it would be helpful. and You don't have to do it now. You could think about it after the commercial breaks. Okay. Um, Never, never use names, as you know full well. (laughs) I would never do that. But, you know, situations that, you know, might be surprising to people or that people might be able to relate to or situations where people really want to reach out and call a private investigator but they fear doing that, they're afraid to. Maybe you could, you know, alleviate some of their fears. Um, Advice that you would give to a person that's calling you that's very scared. And how you would be a help and not a hindrance, I think, are some of the questions that my listeners would want to know.
3: Okay.
2: Answers to. Um, so, you know, let's go to the easy one. Somebody oh, calls you good. and they're really scared. They're really, really scared. You know, um, they're, you know, I'm not going to say if it's a man or a woman because it could be either one. That's right. And uh, you know, they're scared because they love their spouses. And they have this horrible feeling that there's something going on with another person, another party. Um, you know, how do you calm them down? How do you explain to them your process?
3: Well, basically, what I do is, uh, uh, when an individual like that uh, uh, calls, I simply explain to them uh, what we can do for them. Uh, for example, um, either a, a husband, wife. Boyfriend, girlfriend may call and and suspect that their uh, significant other is uh, seeing somebody else. So the first thing I like to do is uh, try to get as much information as possible, and why they think uh, that they may be seeing somebody else, and what evidence do they have of that? And uh, some of them have uh, no evidence other than feelings, and others have pretty significant uh, evidence already that they're seeing somebody else, and they just want confirmation
2: when they meet with you they could probably you know um find an accessory or <laughs> something that doesn't belong where they are and um you know that's when the trouble starts to reveal itself
3: that's true either it's a it's a change in in uh, uh their work schedule the way they're dressing uh the way they're taking care of themselves uh, they're starting to work late hours they're getting unusual phone calls, or the other uh, the spouse may find uh, uh, numbers showing up on uh, the telephone records that are uh, showing up uh, quite frequently, uh, that they don't know who the number belongs to. Uh, it could be a variety of things.
2: Oh, it, it, it's true, and, it, and it's very, very sad, because you're dealing many times with people who might not want to end the relationship, and they're just... You know, they're dealing with. You're dealing a lot with trauma and shock value.
3: Well, that's true, but uh, I, I simply tell them my job is to is to uh, find the truth, present you with the information, and what you do with it is your business. Uh, right. I don't advise them from that point forward.
2: No, no, exactly right. And um, that's when there's other people involved, like psychologists. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a whole. Um, I think people sometimes don't know what resources they have available to them. They they freeze. Well, <clears> you know, true. when you're when you're in a fear situation, you know, oftentimes you freeze, and when it's personal, you you can't function in the same way that you would if you were advising somebody else.
3: That's true. They they're they're in a situation where they uh, may not know what to do or how to handle this situation. But uh, there's nothing to handle until they know the truth.
2: No, that's exactly. It's Exactly right, but you know that's really, you have to keep your objective professional stance, but you know that it could become very overwhelming.
3: Well, it is overwhelming, but again, uh, they they can't deal with the situation unless they know what the, the truth is, and then no, they can deal with the situation based upon the truth, not speculation.
2: No, that's, that's true, and um, everybody, if you need to talk to somebody that, really has the experience of checking things out, finding out what your mate might be doing, uh, you should call Mike McCormick. Can I give your office number?
3: Um, the website will be good.
2: All right. You should definitely look at the website, mcminvestigations.com, and um, see the services that Mike McCormick offers. And, um, you know, there are many times when we, when we need private investigators. Let me ask you some other questions. Sure. Um you and I talked about this a little bit at lunch, Um, if one of the services that unfortunately people have to use that I know of from my own experiences is is whether or not an employer wants to, you know, is able to pay for an employee. Um, Checking out an employer, figuring out whether or not they're solid, they have a business, they don't have a business, Sometimes when somebody is offered an opportunity out of town, they don't really know. Um, is that something that you'd be willing to do?
3: Well, yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, again, we would need some details. We have to have a starting point, so we would right. need uh, we would need some details of uh, of where we can where we can start from. Once we have that, then we can move forward from that point point on.
2: And on you know on the other side. You know there's also the employee and I think that many companies make vast mistakes and i you know I've seen this in my lifetime so many more so much more frequently than you know an employer that's you know not good um so many employees are not good <laughs> and corporations are paying you know offering a million dollars because you know they want to get a competitive edge and all of that kind of stuff and you know then a year later they're You know, they're fired, and they're ripping off the company for, you know, God knows what in a severance package, and that could have been all prevented if it was checked out the right way.
3: If they had it checked it out, yes. Uh, Unfortunately, they uh, normally neglect to do that uh, for whatever reason. Uh, Either they trust the individual, or they don't want to spend the money to to look into the situation.
2: Right, and... You know, but hindsight is blind sight and they end up spending a lot of money so many times. And again, you know, this is an opinion, Mike, you know, it's my opinion and you know, something that I've seen over and over again in my twenty seven years of business. And, you know, we could talk about other things that you might do aside from check your mate and we're gonna have to take a break. But are you having fun? Absolutely. Am I making this easy?
3: Uh, you're making it real easy.
2: All right. Well, then I'll see you after our commercial break, and Very good. more with Mike McCormick after we come back.
0: Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com
1: movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E-Channel, MTV, the Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions, visit us online at www.Rack and Roll Entertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L Entertainment.com, or call 1-818-597-0700. We premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L Entertainment.com.
4: Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood jet set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with president of Treveras David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Travera's Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Trevera Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer a
0: The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
5: Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz.
2: We're back with Mike McCormick, private investigator, MCM investigations. He's the lead investigator, right? That's how you promote yourself on the website, right, That's Mike? That's correct, yes. <laughs> the, the top investigator, and you're also in 50 states, I guess, that you have your affiliations in all 50 states. Well, we and have other investigators
3: countries. that we work with in all, all 50 states and, uh, and in other countries also.
2: So it, this is international as well, so in the check, you know, in, in the video and checking your spouse or signs of a cheating mate, um, you have people that can look into that while people might be in Paris.
3: Uh, we can do this anywhere in the world.
2: You know, people many times, and again, this is just color color commentary, but, you know, being in business for so many years and traveling with all different kinds of people, I remember that so many men, you know, I'm not being chauvinist. I mean, this is just my experience, but so many men had said to me, you know, when we were flying overseas, that, you know, when you're not on the... This is such a common justification, and I don't know if this comes to you professionally a lot, but a lot of businessmen have said, you know, when you're not in the United States and you're overseas, all rules are off. And I'm like saying to myself... Does this really make them feel better?
3: <laughs> well, that's exactly what it's, uh, the purpose of their statement. Uh, it's a way to rationalize their bad behavior.
2: Um, you know, but it's so. Don't they understand how obvious it is that you know they're already pre-justifying because they know that they're going to be naughty overseas? I found I've always found that to be very comical, and I wanted to share with you that it was the most common phrase that I had heard. Well,
3: yeah, they're they're simply, uh, again, rationalizing uh, uh, their anticipated bad behavior. It's uh, it's uh, It's the way for them to deal with the guilt.
2: No, I think that's right. Well, you know, from your experiences, why do people cheat? I know that's a very open, basic question. But on the most part, is it, you know, is it a gambling kind of compulsion? You know, what is the most common reason? that people want to cheat?
3: Um, I think uh, I think probably uh, the main reason is is they, like the excitement of uh, a different relationship, a new relationship.
2: Okay. Right. And shouldn't we remind people that when they're taking marriage vows, the excitement of new relationships should principally go out the window?
3: <laughs> they don't want to be reminded.
2: No, I know that's probably true. But, you know, it's... It's just so interesting because, you know, marriage is a pretty, you know, for people that, you know, I guess, you know, are conventional people, marriage is a pretty serious step, you know. And there's reasons why judges and religious figures marry two people, you know. Um, And it's so interesting how people can get past that and, you know, rationalize it.
3: Well, they they make up excuses. I find that they make up excuses. They're not happy at home. Uh, the other spouse doesn't do this, doesn't do that, uh, whatever. They they make up excuses, uh, again, to rationalize what they're doing. I think That's, that... Uh, so in other words, they they have to make it
2: okay. They have to make it okay. And the advice that I would give as a news commentator, this is, again, my opinion... Working with people, working in communications is, you know, if you really feel the need to act, act out or act upon impulses, people ought to think of the consequences first. And maybe that will help them not be as, you know, compulsive.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I believe the only consequence they think of is, is, uh, is uh, getting caught. They try to avoid getting caught, they don't it, think past that.
2: And I think that, you know, it could be avoided if one says to themselves, if I'm having problems in my marriage, maybe I ought to go to therapy. I know, I'm making up like a leave-it-to-beaver kind of person. (laughs) But, you know, isn't it easier? And couldn't you avoid so much of a hassle? Not that I want to, you know, take business away from you, Mike, but I'm just trying to provide a public service to people who might be listening and might be having problems in their marriage rather than to find, you know, a sophomoric solution or a solution that might provide immediate gratification, think about the consequences. Think about the kids, if there are, and think about the fact that if you're feeling like you have to go play, perhaps you should investigate the problems with, within your own doors first.
3: Uh, they should, but they don't do that uh, they don't do that because that isn't uh, uh, that isn't their goal uh, their goal is self gratification and uh, immediate gratification right it's, 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 it's not it's uh, it, that's not in their thought process
2: right well you know some people again I, I you know i'm I know the truth and I know that there are many people you know who don't think this way and I'm trying to be you know, a rational person that's trying to prevent bad behavior for people who listen to me. <laughs> it's just not worth it in the end, because whether it's the guilt or, you know, um, you know how it's affecting another person and how it's affecting the families and so many other people. I mean, I know I'm sounding like a priest. <laughs> okay. And I'm sounding kind of naive. But I'm, I'm just trying to paint the other side of you know the fence, and you know trying to have people realize that there's consequences to everything, because really that's how it ends up in the end. You know, well, I,
3: I don't. I don't think they want to. Um, they don't even think in those terms.
2: Well, uh, probably. They don't.
3: Uh, they have. They have blinders on. They they're. They want to see. Uh, uh, the issue, uh, in one dimension.
2: And, no, it's, and they
3: don't want these other issues pointed out to them because what they're doing, uh, they rationalize it themselves is is okay because because right. the and, other the other partner isn't giving them what they want emotionally. Uh, they make up all kinds of excuses.
2: No, no, I to I,
3: rationalize I, their behavior.
2: I definitely, I you know, you're it's definitely true. And um, again, for those listeners that are interested, if you want to call. Um, Mike McCormick, or you know, get in touch with him online. You could go into www.mcminvestigation.com and find out more about, you know, people that might not be acting right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, well,
3: we have a whole list of services on there. Uh, check you made is. is uh... Uh, one of the main ones, but uh, we do a lot of other things also.
2: Oh, well, you know, you do have a big list here, um, although, you know, Signs of a Cheating Mate is the one that jumps out right at you. That's the one
3: uh, that interests most people.
2: No, I'm sure that it does, and I want to congratulate you for, uh, you know, using a good call-to-action line. I mean, it is what it is, but in the marketing business, or the advertising business, internet marketing. In this case, you really went to, um, you know, the most popular, the most appealing, <laughs> um, the most in-your-face kind of, um, you know, advertising. You know, well, I, and that's I, I wanted
3: people to know, you know, what we do, uh,
4: and um,
3: and basically how we do it, and uh, uh, let them know that there's a service out here that can that can help them with this this
0: issue.
2: Oh, exactly right. Um, but it's a great call to action. You say what you mean, and you say it loudly, and there's no question from a consumer's point of view in what you do. And um, some people don't call it as it is, and they don't understand why people don't call them.
3: Uh, I know. <laughs> I do avoid that.
2: Oh, you did a good job, Mike. You did a very, very good job. Um, you know, it says rates for surveillance and investigate. Investigative services. Yes. So, um, you know, does it provide a list of services? I'm here, right here. There's a, okay. there's a, list,
3: of, a list of services right on the web page itself. Right.
2: It's the home page.
3: That's correct. And then there's, the, have... the, there's the other pages that uh, you can go to to get the, uh, the rates for these services. I, I And I even have a copy of our uh, one-page contract uh, on the website. Uh, I want people to be able to go there and, and be able to, answer all their, or at least most of their questions, if they're interested, before they even, uh, before they even call,
2: before and they you make even, that decision to call. And you provide the email, our lead investigator, as well. So yeah. I would imagine if you went there, people could post messages for you.
3: Yes, I get a lot of those.
2: It's part of the business, isn't it? It's yes, all it about is. leads and getting to the people that need your services. Right. It's really all the same. Oh, it, it's... That's what good PR and they, good
3: marketing... They need, they need to know how to be able to get a hold of you.
2: Exactly right. And I can't tell you how many people don't know how to do that, Mike, so you're very far ahead of the game. Yeah. Thank <laughs> um, you. Well, you know what? We're we're coming to the end of this segment. I, I did tell you that this goes very, very quickly, and I told you that I'm very conversational and down-to-earth, just like we were having lunch together, <laughs> you know... Um, don't pull any punches on this show because I always like to have guests. I don't want them to avoid me. I don't want to be the Bill O'Reilly of radio. Um, in the next segment, I hope that we could talk a little more about funny stories, you know, that you might want to share. Again, no names, of course, just very generic, um, you know, and talk about some other stuff as well. Um we're going to take another break. We'll come back to Mike McCormick from MCM Investigations and Check Your Mate Services. And stay tuned.
3: Thank you.
0: Unlimited talk at your fingertips, VoiceAmerica.com
1: movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking games, television, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E-Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at entertainment.com or call 1-818-597-0700. We do premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. Com.
6: Join Patricia Raskin, Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Well, your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on On the Voice America channel, Maximizing Life, with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. In
4: 1805, Lewis and Clark described in their journals a country teeming with wildlife.
0: Bison as far as the eye can see, rivers churning with fish.
4: They wrote of scenes of endless beauty and of meeting more than 100 nations of American Indian whose lives were one with our environment. Now, imagine what Lewis and Clark and the American Indians they met would say if they walked the trail today. Would they be pleased?
0: There are herds of homes where the buffalo once roamed.
4: Or would they feel differently?
0: Something must be done to save what's left of this great place.
4: As we commemorate the Lewis and Clark Bicentennial, we encourage you to consider what's been lost and what we can do to preserve what's left of the trail that still winds through us all. Walk with Lewis and Clark and see what you discover at www.lewisandclark200.org.
6: This is a public service message of the National
0: Council of the Lewis and Clark Bicentennial, the Missouri Historical Society, and the Ad Council. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com.
5: Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788, and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R.
2: We're back with Mike Tormick from MCM Investigations, and we're talking about telltale signs of a cheating mate. One of the many things that we're talking about, Mike, um, I'm on the page that talks about this. Okay. And, you know, it talks about the first signs of an affair. And it says the cheating mate is more attentive because they're guilty, I guess.
3: Um, uh, the, yeah, some of them react that way.
2: Okay. And um, the cheating mate finds fault with the mate because that's obviously taking the rap off of themselves and putting it onto somebody else.
3: <laughs> exactly. Well, there's there's two people normally involved and one has to be the bad guy and it isn't going to be the individual that's cheating.
2: Exactly. And um lose interest in home activities. I guess that's sort of obvious.
3: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they're spending a lot of this time at home.
2: And the cheater may have a different attitude towards others. Um so, you know, this is, these are things that, you know, may be the first signs of an affair and beware of the spouse that is, you know, suddenly acting very, very nice to you. (laughs) (laughs) Because it might not last for long.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, You know, of course, there's some couples where, you know, spouses can negotiate a deal too, you know. Okay, you want to have your girlfriend? That's fine. Just cover my bills for $10,000 a month.
3: Well, that's true. Uh, those Those are not the people that call us, though.
2: Right, because <laughs> they've already settled there. They've already, uh,
3: they've already settled the issue. They've already settled the issue.
2: They um, have already settled the
3: issue they need to know. Right. Call they're, us, they're the ones that need to know.
2: No, exactly right. And, and, and right.
3: often we run into uh, situations where even after we catch the individual or the other spouse, uh, they want us to keep following them and watching them because now they want to know where they go and what they do on a regular basis, even though right. they've been caught.
2: Well do they do people sometimes have the um motivation to actually show up at a regular place where their spouse might be going?
3: We try to avoid that uh, <laughs> that could lead to a, a violent confrontation
2: i would imagine I would imagine that it would violent outburst you know public display of screaming and uh um, or worse. Yeah, no, I don't want to. We don't want to talk about that. One, but one tries that to happens. run the
3: other one over with their car. Or all kinds of things can happen, so we, we don't uh, we don't allow the the spouse to show up uh, and and uh, catch them red-handed, so to speak.
2: And I would pro- I would think that when you're when you're making your agreement, you make that very clear because you want to avoid anybody getting hurt at all. Yeah, we
3: don't we don't uh, we don't let that happen.
2: Well, that's interesting. So, people, if you really are thinking about calling Mike or emailing Mike, don't expect to have an emotional confrontation by going to the places that your cheating spouse may be going because it can get violent, and we advise heavily against that.
3: (laughs) Really? Not going to happen in front of me anyways.
2: (laughs) No, I think that's great. Did you think of any funny stories or experiences that you'll never forget, Mike?
3: Uh, You know, I can't think of any real real funny stories. Uh, we've had some uh, interesting cases, uh, some high-profile cases uh, of cheating mates. We did uh, a high-profile baseball player last year and spent probably three or almost four months uh, watching him. And
2: wow. Chris, wow. We're and
3: not going to mention any names, of
2: course. No, I, did I even make though that it's been all the,
3: It has been all over the news uh, <laughs> at the time it uh, happened because we had taken some photos of uh, the individual with uh, his, his new girlfriend and uh, gave them to the other spouse, and uh, we expected her to just uh, take those photos, and uh, for her own information, she ended up giving them to the press, so they ended up in the newspaper.
2: Right, and, you know, listen, you know, press leaks come from sources. That source isn't you, Mike. We know that you're a professional.
3: That's true, which, uh, you know, she had a perfect right to do that. I mean, it's her photos. She paid for them. So she can do whatever she wants with them. But I was just kind of surprised when uh, I'm going through the uh, newspaper the next day, and there's the photos that I had just taken.
2: Right. (laughs) Well, whenever it comes to dealing with um, public figures, that's going to, it's bound to happen. And, you know, the thing that I had to deal with on an everyday basis is, you know, the fact that press sometimes camp, they camp out in front of celebrities' houses. You know, there's a group of paparazzi that know the Malibu area. There's a group of paparazzi that know, you know, um, Brentwood. There's a bunch of paparazzi that knows Hollywood Hills. And, you know, they they station themselves there, hoping that they're going to get the picture that's going to get them 100000 bucks. Yes. And uh, you know, that's why public figures sometimes isn't always the best thing. When people always dream of being a celebrity, it has its downfalls as well. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, it uh, it would have its, uh, its definite pitfalls there, as
2: it, far as well, that, that's
3: concerned. But we don't. Um, whenever we take photos or video, even if uh, when high profile people are involved, uh, we've been offered money for them from. Different sources, and we never uh, we never sell them. No, I mean, we know. Belong to we belong the client. What the client does with them at their business.
2: No, we we know that you're the we know that you're the good guy. You're on the right side of the law, Mike. So we, we know try that to be that. We try um, to be, you know. But it it happens a lot. Um, I'm going to share a story that I think I shared with you at lunch. Um, you know, because it's public anyway. So anything that's public information is public information. And I remember when I was working at Playboy Enterprises and, um, you know, I think that you really giggled at this one. Um, you know, it was about 15 years ago perhaps that Mr. Hafner decided to run nude pictures of Vanna White. You know, put her on the cover of the magazine and, um, you know, really, um, you know, great pictures. And, you know, the minute that We heard that her spokesperson said that she was going to sue. What I did was ran and took the picture that half had of Vanna and half approving the pictures for the magazine and took it down to the New York Post, and that ended up on the front page of the New York Post. So for anyone that said that Vanna had no idea that this was going to happen... (laughs) <laughs> we kind of dismissed any of those allegations <laughs> after we showed Vanner and her lingerie practically sitting on Hef's lap looking at the pictures together and smiling. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, rem- I think that you had asked me, you know, well, you know, if those pictures existed, you know, how could um people say that they were going to, you know, go after Playboy for running those pictures. And I told you that a lot of times the public figures themselves have no idea what the people around them are doing and saying.
3: Well, that's interesting.
2: Um, you know, they really, really don't. You become a commodity, you become public name, and anybody that's looking out for your best interest, the celebrity's best interest, sometimes won't communicate with the celebrity. They'll just go haywire and do what they think is best in thinking that they're protecting their clients, again, whether it's a manager or an agent or a PR person or whatever it may be. Bottom line is, you know, you should always kind of check out what the facts are.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we always try to do that before we take on any case and um, know exactly what we're getting into and uh, make sure we make it clear to the client uh, what they're going to get for their their money. Right. uh, We can never make promises about... Results or what we're able to obtain. Uh, its a hit, it, uh, This is a hit-and-miss business. Uh, uh, very often, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're, we have to be in the right place at the right time. It's 80% hard work and 20% luck.
2: No, no. Well, I think there's a lot of businesses that have to be up front about the fact that it is hit-or-miss. Some businesses are, some businesses aren't. Um, you know, if you want to hire an accountant... It's probably, you know, 80% guaranteed, you know, that you're going to get your taxes done right. In our kinds of businesses, Mike, you know, you can never guarantee 100%. No,
3: and actually, we have that uh, we have that right in our contract in writing uh, that we cannot guarantee results because we never know how an investigation is going to turn out until we get involved in it.
2: And I'm sure that you asked, the, your clients to disclose any information that they can to you.
3: Well, not only disclose information, but we, we need good communications as we're involved in the investigation. As things come up, we may follow somebody, for example, to a specific address, and uh, uh, I'll call the client and say, do you know who lives at this address? And quite often, of course, they'll say, uh, no, they have no idea, but uh, occasionally they'll say, oh, yeah, we know that. His friend Jim uh, lives there in an apartment uh, 27, for example. Right. And we know, we know that we can, you know, we don't have to pay too much attention to to what's going on at this particular uh, particular location. Uh, although we do still still watch and and try to determine what's going on. We don't have to pay quite as close attention or expose ourselves uh, like we may if we thought that this might be the location of uh, something that's going on
2: that um,
3: that shouldn't be going on.
2: Right, right. No, I understood. Exactly. Um, we're almost finished with the segment, and then we just have one more segment to go, Mike. So okay. we survived three-quarters of the way. <laughs> You're still talking. I'm still it's talking. Good?
3: I don't know how, but... <laughs>
2: It's all good, investigation no plural, com. Um, and please go into the website and ask Mike if you really feel that you need to check out a cheating mate or other kinds of investigations. We'll come back in a minute, Mike, and then we'll finish up,
3: okay? Thank you.
2: Okay.
0: Streaming the world over. VoiceAmerica.com
1: Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything. Except make empty promises, grand openings, book releases, speaking games, television, movies, radio. rag and Roll Productions gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a production with two thousand people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn salability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.Rack and Entertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L-Entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. We do premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. wwwr dot com
6: The woman MVP who sets you free with host, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, corporate executive, philanthropist, wife, and mother, Luann Mitchell-Halter, is an exciting and provocative look at the real world with real exciting guests and real stories of triumph and professionalism with a dash of spice sharing recipes for a better world on all the playing fields of life. Join Luann Mitchell-Halter as she and her guests uncover and expose us to our abilities to create our very own Big League MVP, My Victory Plan, Potential for Greatness. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free with Luann Mitchell-Halter broadcasts each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel.
0: The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free. It's time to get off the bleachers, play the game of life, and be the MVP. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Get free advice from crisis communications
5: guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with
2: private investigator Michael Um, We're about to finish a very interesting show, and if you hadn't had a chance to listen to it today, you could always listen to it, because Voice America archives everything. Just download from www.voiceamerica.com. Click in to Stars of PR host Cindy Rakowitz. And, Mike, I'm looking here, and you recently received a Lifetime Achievement Award for the Excellence in Domestic Cases from the National Association of Investigative Specialists.
3: Yes, that was actually... Several years ago, I received that
2: okay, so um, now who who are the I, I guess you know everybody has their trade groups. you know, I told you that I have all kinds of people on my show, and people like the diversity you know from people who collect spiders to you know private investigators to people who are you know fishler collectors and how they've made a living out of that, and everybody has their trade associations so um you know, when you got the Lifetime Achievement Award, um, you know, was it for a specific case or was it for ongoing commitment to excellence? Um, it was for
3: it was for ongoing commitment.
2: Okay, and um, you know, I would guess that how many people go to a dinner where you would get an award like this? Oh,
3: actually, uh, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a dinner um, uh, or an official. Uh, luncheon or anything uh they uh, they had uh, told me that I had won that award and mailed it to me and so it wasn't it wasn't uh, that big of a deal, I guess,
2: so it's not like the entertainment industry where we no. all get in our black ties and
3: no it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> like that
2: <laughs> well, maybe it should be <laughs> yeah
3: maybe it should be, but it wasn't
2: <laughs> you know instead of calling they could call it the private eye awards or something you yeah, know? yeah they could <laughs> the privies. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just trying to add a little glamour to this industry. <laughs> yeah, well,
3: unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to help you there because it wasn't that glamorous. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, well, you know what is glamorous about detective work today of any kind is the fact that, you know, there seems to be a cultural obsession um with crime, you know, and police stories because if you look at television today, there are so many shows that fall into this genre that, you know, like people don't put money into TV unless they know people are watching. I mean, that's a business, period, end of story. And now if, you know, if you um, channel surf prime time, there's always some kind of crime show on. I mean, it started with 24 with, you know, Kiefer Sutherland. Of course, that's, you know, government stuff and, (laughs) you know, international surveillance and working with government agencies um you know but you know now we have a new show called dexter are you familiar with it
3: no i'm not familiar with that one
2: i'm gonna tell you about it and let me know what you think it's okay really an interesting premise it's on showtime um highly highly acclaimed and um you know it's for people that are a little offbeat you know showtime and hbo you know sometimes appeal more to the intellectual than the masses and i gotta tell you about this character's profile it's It's almost unbelievable, but it's so entertaining. Um, The lead is um, a forensic specialist. Um, You know, he checks out, you know, crime scenes and, you know, figures out, you know, tries to figure out who the killer was and, you know, works with a lot of interesting serial um, serial killer behavior because that makes it interesting for the viewer to watch. But here's the catch, and you know they're very forward in their promos in developing dexter's character that Dexter is kind of psychopathic, but he's adjusted really well in the way that he really gets off from blood <laughs>
3: that's interesting <laughs>
2: um, you know so the you know his you know his peers at the police department you know have no idea you know that he has this you know, crazy obsession where he really gets off from, you know, blood and guts. Um, And what he does is because he's so good at thinking like a serial killer, he always solves the murders. He's the one that always resolves the murders. Why? Because he's personally motivated to. And then what he does is he plays God. He always finds the killer. He (laughs) takes them into his private little autopsy room and slices them up and says to them, you know, are you really sorry that you raped all those children? Like, he'll go to um, the extreme of digging up the bodies of, um, you know, young children, go after a pedophile, dig up the young children, bring the pedophile to his demise, and show him what he's done first and says, Okay. Well, now you're going to pay the piper. Okay, <laughs> and interesting concept. It's, isn't that? I mean, again, there's no liabilities. It's an entertainment. It's not a real character. It's an invented character. But you know, the storylines are riveting because you know he's playing with the killers. He's getting into the psychopath's mind. It's almost like Hannibal Lecter. But Dexter has much more of a conscience.
3: conscience. Well, I guess uh, I guess uh, because the show is uh, completely different, that's why it's uh, popular.
2: It's it's really popular. Um, the actor John Hall was in Six Feet Under, and he's phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. Well, I do, take a
3: look at that. I have to watch that.
2: You have to watch it yeah. on Showtime, and See if I can you know, get hooked on it. I, you know, I think that anybody listen. It's interesting to anybody that's not in the police business, but you know, it's it's really a guy who is justifying, you know, his um, obsessive behavior because that's what it really is um, by doing good things. So you can't argue with that, really. <laughs>
3: can't argue with the theory, that's for sure.
2: Um, you know, he it's it's. It's really riveting. I, I really highly, you know, highly um, recommend it. And, you know, there's a lot of other news shows, too. There's also HBO has The Wire, which is about um, the inner city in Baltimore. It's pretty reality-based, um, you know, and, you know, really demonstrating what it's like to be, you know, a young African-American in the inner city and how at six and seven years old it's part of the culture that you're recruited into drug dealing. Um, again, you know, I'm just telling you the premise of the show. It's very real. It's very raw, and you know, it just goes into how the police department handles it, how the schools handle it. Um, very entertaining, but very scary. And again, reality-based. Um, you know, so. I don't know. One day, if I were to say to you, Mike, how can you get the ultimate PR? Wouldn't it be great if you were a cameo on one of those shows as a private investigator?
3: Well, that would be nice.
2: I mean, I'm just kind of playing, you know, let's go for the pie in the sky first. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) That would be nice. But uh, uh, business is good, so I have no complaints.
2: No, I think that's fantastic. But I always have to demonstrate to our listeners what the ultimate PR goal might be. You know, if business is good... That might be your ultimate goal.
3: But it can always be better.
2: It can always be better. But again, if you end up going on a show, there becomes another problem. You might become a public figure, and do you really want that, Mike? No,
3: I do <laughs> not want that.
2: I could tell that about your yeah, personal I'm satisfied
3: where where I am. Trust me.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't think that you want to be Officer Joe Bolton. <laughs> no, no. But um, I don't need
3: those problems.
2: You know, but That's do check out what you know what the culture is. Looking at today because, you know, you're into technology, Mike. Um, you mentioned that people should contact you because you're familiar with the newest technology and surveillance and stuff like that. So again, I want to thank Mike McCormick for joining the show today. Private investigator, sharing some stories, sharing some insights, telling tales of signs of a cheating mate. And we have to close now, Mike. I'm really I appreciate sorry. you
3: having me on. Thank you very much.
2: It's been a pleasure and have a nice day.
3: Thank you. Okay,
2: bye
1: bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. We'll see you next week.